Welcome to Which Game First, where we explore the hilariously huge world of board games. Did we find any hidden treasures you've been missing out on? Let's find out. First up this week, we try to send brainwaves of phrases to each other one card at a time in Subtext Showdown. Next up, we roll to rally resources in hopes of scoring fancy tech in Terraforming Mars, the dice game. And lastly, we go round the moons of Mongo one primary colored pawn at a time in Flash Gordon. I'm your host, Celeste DeAngelis, here with my decades-long gaming buddies, Evan Bernstein. Hello, everyone. Ed Povolitis. Hi, let's game. And Mike Grenier. Let's go! The battle cry of a generation. Our first game up this week is Subtext Showdown, designed by Mary McGow, published by Tipsy Chicken Games, number of players 3 to 6, ages 14 and up, playtime 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, Mike, what's in the box? The cover of the box shows a hastily drawn cartoon guy whose mind is melting down with a mushroom cloud of atomic energy while his eyes have the spirals of a man going absolutely insane. Inside we find a hundred double-sided cards, six dry erase cards, and six dry erase markers. And that's what's in the box. Well, before we tell you if this game was indescribable... Evan, in a three-word association or less, give us the rules. Uh, let's see. Ooh, uh, um, uh, card, uh, marker, chicken. <laughs> 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 All right. Subtext showdown. It's a word association party game where players choose words from a grid to put together in hopes that the other players will successfully guess what it is you're trying to convey. Each card contains one word. A player on their turn will take up to three cards from the grid of 16 cards. The player can make more than one clue for the other players to guess, but any cards must be chosen within 45 seconds. When the word cards are chosen, all players, including the player who chose the cards, will write down what they think the answer to each set of words. Points are scored for matching answers, including wrong matching answers. Everyone gets to be the word crafter three times, then you tally the score, declare victory, and win the accolades of your fellow wordsmiths. (laughs) well we played this in person this was a review copy we got yeah right yeah that's right just recently it arrived to us so i'm glad we were able to play it uh so Mm -hmm. quickly uh what did you guys think let's start with the box and then move into the components (laughs) okay the box yeah Yeah, it was an interesting box. it was like a flip top box you don't see that very often that's cool yeah the construction of the box was really cool um, for me, I was really focused on the picture on the front of the box. Yeah, like it seriously, is. it seriously overpromises. I mean, the game was stressful. <laughs> you know, it was exciting, but I wouldn't say it melts your mind and turns you completely insane. <laughs> I know that person on the box is ready for the rubber room. Yeah. 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 No, honestly, he's re- he's ready for the coroner because he's missing his brain. <laughs> yeah, his brain blew out the top of his head. <laughs> but um, I mean, I thought it was a little extreme of. A picture not not just over promising <laughs> but kind of like as 
as much as I loved the components of the game, like mm. I love, we'll get to the markers and cards, but the the picture is the opposite. I'm like, this is not an attractive picture. Uh-huh. It's kind of a shocking picture. And right. they've got the ages of this game as 14 and up. And I can't yeah. figure out anything other than the graphically violent image on the box <laughs> I, I think that would I, make I it 14 answer. and up. Yeah, I have another answer. It's the uh, the the promise they make on the front of the box, which says a card game for people who are into words, associations, and strangling their friends. Oh yeah, so there <laughs> is are, that. These are we don't some want twelve year olds strangling exactly. each other. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. These are some strange things to have on a box. <laughs> it caught my um, attention. I'll give them. It that. caught my attention, but I actually I, I lowered my expectations. <laughs> I, also, the cartoon style of the box. I I couldn't tell if it was poor or deliberate right for the drawing yeah. style um but let's move past that and actually go <laughs> into the box in the box i was very pleased mm. how about those dry erase markers six of them yeah yeah that's that's a hefty amount for a game like this well, i mean it's up to six players they better give you six that's right yeah you can't <laughs> be sharing you know it's a, there's a clock here <laughs> Uh, I thought they were really good quality, too. I mean, they yeah. wrote really well. None of them were dried out. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, and they had a great little eraser on the cap of each one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the size of it, despite the fact, Evan, that they were golf pencil sized. Oh, I know. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> compact, easy to carry around. Mm, yeah. True. Yeah. And I was ooing and eyeing when I dumped that out. And yeah. then I was like, what do you do? with these there's just cards <gasps> you write on the card right on the right. card and keep your score on it so they have a special card to write on and keep your score on that Love you can that. dry that's a dry erase card it's a little bit bigger than the word cards but mm-hmm. i have news for you guys you can actually uh, since i took this game home after we played it because i mm-hmm. wanted to play it with my kids and i'll report on that later uh you can actually uh, were they 14 and over yeah Celeste? no no okay. they were 13 oh i'm breaking the law <laughs> i know uh, <laughs> and uh Bad parenting. And I'm happy to report that you can also scribble all over the word cards and wipe them clean. Oh, cool. They're just as durable and dry erasable. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. They worked fine. Because um, I yeah. c- can't control my children once you put markers in their hands. Oh, man. Or me. Right. Or anyone. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Markers drive you mad. I mean, what do they expect? Like, right. Here's the big shiny red button. Uh-huh. Don't press it. What? Yeah, plus, we played enough uh, like those uh, games where, you know, you ruin stuff and move on to the next thing. So it's all oh, like, the legacy. Yeah, games. all the legacy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Though. How do we play this game? Ed, you're getting two. You're getting points. Yeah, everybody's getting points, even if you get the wrong answer, but somebody else gets the same wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Hey. And that happened. I scored yep. about half my points that way. Yeah. <laughs> Evan and Ed were on the same page every time with my clue. Mm-hmm. My clue, I guess I must have tailored them to Celeste because she was nailing it. She knew exactly yeah. what I meant each well, time. No, Mike, you and I just think in the same silly way when it, we're in a silly true. mood. It's true. When, yeah. we, when we go silly, we're on the same page yeah, no matter it's true. what. But and this game does inspire the silly. Yeah, it does. It oh, does it definitely does. Yep. Because you got it these words. Does. You're like, how am I going to put together, you know, uh, egg, shoe, and, you know, plate and <laughs> yeah. make some kind of a arrangement and, and figure out something that you got to do with it. Yeah. So you got these 16 cards staring you at, in the face with a word each. Mm-hmm. And you quickly have to grab at least two of them. Mm-hmm. 
preferably three. I was always mm-hmm. going for three because it's more yeah. fun. And then figure out a phrase or word that goes with it. It was it was like that when they're right out in front of you, you're trying to grab them. It mm-hmm. was harrowing and giddy. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, straight tool math. What is it? Ah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Like it's it's tough because it's almost like you know an overwhelming amount of potential there. You know what I mean? In front of you with sixteen cards and grabbing two or three at a time to make a phrase that everybody's going to understand by the link of linking of those words. It's like, oh God, I want to use dead and and shamble, but I, I don't want them to think it's. I want them to think it's a zombie. Do I add right. another, you know, we had some kind of, what was it, vampire and zombie we got, like, mixed up? In yeah, there they got mixed. Yeah, right. I think one of the cards was flight, and you're like, zombies don't fly. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Or uh, there's also the problem where, like, you know, you're planning out your turn, two people ahead of you, and then, oh, the no, no, they took gone. the one card that makes this make sense. Yeah. I can't do That's that right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do love cool. the consolation. Just getting right back to the wrong answers. I uh-huh. love the consolation uh, prize of getting points for matching wrong answers. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. definitely feeling vindicated at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, somebody we got were it. on the same wave, wavelength. There. Yeah. Right. Yeah. His clue was terrible, but at least we understood <laughs> the same thing. And there, it kind of feels like a mashup of code words and Dixit to me, you know, because mm. you're trying to get people to understand what you're saying. Um, and, you know, without going astray and you're trying to, like, use enough clues to get everybody on the same page, too. So it has both of those games in mind. Yeah. And it also has the standard thing where you can't use the actual clues as part of your code word. Which yeah. Screw you mm-hmm. up because you can have something in your mind and say, yeah. oh, this will be perfect. But wait a minute. That is part. No, man, it's part of the answer. <laughs> yeah, I man. Use it. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do like Aquaman. It was like fish, like something. Man. And I was like, no, I can't water. Use it. Fish man. man. I was like, yeah. okay. it's like, wait. That would be perfect. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck on that one. It was so tough. So there's 100 double-sided cards. That means there's only 200 words in this word association game. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, it's more than enough. Uh, oh, yeah. I agree. For replayability, uh, you, you're always... You can always try to make new associations, and oh, you can yeah. always try and take the same words and make a different association. So, I, oh. I think the replayability is strong here. And of course, if you're motive, if you're so motivated and you like this game a lot, you can always add in your own cards. Oh, whoa! And with association games of, of all kind, I think it come a lot of it comes down to if you're interested in scoring highest. Knowing the people that you're mm-hmm. playing, with, know your knowing crowd. their tendencies, knowing what they're kind of thinking, right, Celeste? You'll get, yeah, you would get very sure. different answers playing with your kids as opposed to playing with us, mm-hmm. because we just all kind of think differently and have a different set of of experiences in our life yeah. that 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 would come into play. Yeah, it was very different. The funny thing was, I actually had a lot more trouble pulling together word associations that would work with my kids. I was more frozen. Mm. In in the choosing process of which mm. words I'm going to have, because there, it's, you know, you have a much smaller yeah. lexicon to work yeah, with. Yeah, the knowledge base mm-hmm. is a little yeah. smaller, right? Yeah. Exactly. So that was interesting. Yeah. Playing with strangers would be interesting, too, because you don't know anything about mm-hmm. them. So you're kind of like yes. learning about Very them as you play, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. he, he understood that. He had no idea what I was talking about with this one. So, you know, you can it's kind of a good icebreaker that way. Yeah, it is actually a pretty good learning tool, some sort of psychological test. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, explorers, it's time to dig up or bury Subtext Showdown. I'm just saying it like it is on the box. <laughs> <laughs> Mine melted. Ed? Mine melting. 
Well, I mean, I don't need a lot of subtext to indicate that I'm not that keen on word games. And you throw in a timer for extra negative points? Yeah. <laughs> but with that in mind, it was fun to get what folks were thinking about and laugh when we're so far off base. Mm. <laughs> yep. So if you're forced to play a word game, maybe worth digging up. <laughs> so enthusiastic strong strong recommendation honestly how are you and i friends and how, how am i friends with you <laughs> the terrible terrible things you say about word games oh man it's oh, just man. you're such a word game bully <laughs> evan Subtext showdown. It's a simple enough party game to play, and not unlike other association games, knowing the players and how they think is a good way to raise your score. I would play it again. Dig it up. Mike? Timed games stress me out. <laughs> uh, but in this game, it seemed really appropriate to have it timed, especially after looking at the box cover. Um, I love linking concepts together and trying to get other people to follow my like line of logic and seeing like the spark in their eyes when they figure it out or think they figured it out. Um, and this game gives me all that and then some, so I'll definitely dig it up. I I may have to get new friends. <laughs> so, uh, Evan, yes, is it? Did you? Say your oh, thing. Yeah, he's I did. good. Yeah. All right. I'm still reeling from Ed and Mike. So Mike, I said, take it off. I know, but here's the thing: Ed's anti-word games. Mike is anti-timed games. Oh, These yeah, are the yeah, two yeah. mechanics yeah. that I love best. <laughs> and this game has them in spades. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Uh, played it several <laughs> times with my family already. It's definitely going into our library. It's a great game for right before bed. Yes, I like high action even. <laughs> right before bed fun to use components and solid replayability dig it all the way up wow we want to know what kind of word games you love we are at which game first on all social media doesn't like word games or timed games <laughs> or slapjack <laughs> hey everybody what's going on with which game first monday nights are which game first a board game podcasts live play night and we invite you to come along on our adventure as we discover a brand new game that we've never played before watch us fumble and bumble our way through learning watch us on our facebook feed you can watch us on our youtube feed you can watch us on the twitch stream as well and as always we are interactive we're always talking with the audience we're getting suggestions on how to play we're playing trivia with the audience at the same time. A total immersive experience. <laughs> we want you to be a part of it. Monday nights, 8 o'clock East Coast U.S. time. That trivia is always themed to the game we're playing, right, mm -hmm. Ev? I try. I try as hard as possible. And sometimes it's challenging, but yes. I, oh, yeah. I've, I've tried to do it a couple times and when you weren't there. And it's not the same, guys. Evan kills it. So check out. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also going to be in Philly soon, a couple of us. Wait, I want to uh, hear yeah. from Ed. Ed, oh, what are Ed. we doing in Philly? Yeah, we're going to go doing the learning play at Pax Unplugged in Philadelphia. It's yeah. going to be the weekend of December 2nd. So... We have two games that we're going to be teaching. First, it's Whale to Look from Oink Games, which we'll be doing at 12.30 p.m. on Saturday. Nice. And then it's Tesseract from Smirk and Laughter Games. 
which will be doing at 2 p.m. on Saturday. So nice. many dice. So Neat. many dice. It's going to be great. And also, if you're uh, hanging out in Philly, if you're at the con, come see us. Check us out. We're going to be spending a lot of time looking at other people's games, too, and wandering the exhibit hall. And I'm definitely going to get some of their dumplings over there because they have really good dumplings in the area. Just oh, so my you know. gosh, yeah. those dumplings. So good. My God, they're insane. Gaming mm. and dumplings. Uh-huh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to thank all of our patrons and invite you, the listeners, if you are not a patron, to come and be one with us. We are uh, giving you a patron-only podcast every other week that you can get access to but with your patron sponsorship, and that is called... Bonus points. Bonus, Bonus points. Where we talk about any manner of topics. Um, we have you have get access to our exclusive Discord channel. We always are chatting with our patrons. Um, we really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. You keep the lights on over here. Just go to our website, click on become a patron today. Another shout out for our website. If you're looking to find out whether or not we have reviewed a game on any one of our podcasts, you can simply go to our website, use the search bar in the upper right hand corner, type in the game you're looking for. And if we have reviewed it, the episode episode we reviewed it on will pop right up there you go it's a handy tool simple all right guys thank you so much for listening thanks everybody thank you everyone our next game up this week is terraforming mars the dice game dice game designed by jacob frixelius published by frix games in stronghold games in 2023 number of players one to four ages 14 and up playtime 45 minutes All right, Mike, what's in the box? The cover of the box shows three cubes containing the condensed biomes tumbling above the rocky red surface of a mostly barren landscape. Inside, we discover a two-sided game board, two reference cards, six marker cubes, 43 tiles, 11 milestones, four player tiles, 22 wild tokens, and 60 dice with 159 cards. And that's what's in the box. Well, before we tell you if this game was out of this world, Evan, terraform us Mm. some rules. (laughs) Terraforming Mars, the dice game. It is a card-driven dice game where players use special dice to develop their corporations and terraform Mars into a new home for humanity. Oh, the humanity. Mm -hmm. The dice represent sources that players spend to play cards and perform other actions. During the game, you increase your production of dice. You terraform and place cities and greenery tiles on the board and gain various bonuses. Each turn, you're either going to produce new new dice, which is the production turn, or you're going to perform actions, which is the action turn. Easy to follow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whenever you terraform Mars, which means raising the oxygen or temperature or placing an ocean tile, you'll gain two victory points. You can also gain victory points for placing tiles and playing cards, as well as winning awards and milestones. Very important. Mm -hmm. The game ends when two of the three global parameters have been completed, and the three parameters are oxygen, temperature, and ocean placement. Two of the three. The player with the most victory points wins the game, I used to be a boot black. Now I'm terraforming Mars. Terraforming Mars. I used to be a boot black, but I'm terraforming Mars. 
All right. It has been a while since we sang that song oh or played yeah. this theme yeah, 2018 game. 2018 <laughs> is when we were Wow. Holy Mars. cow. Oh, We've been going gosh. that long? Jeez. Feels yeah. like five years, baby. Oh, my gosh. Feels like five weeks ago. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> true. All right. So uh, this game was 45 minutes. I was a little worried about that. I mean, how do you play a dice game for 45 minutes huh? Mm-hmm. With, it, with still being the same game and not 10 games in that time <laughs> right so let's talk about it it played how did well actually let's first talk about the components and look mm-hmm. how did the game look and how did it feel uh, well I think, i'll go ahead Ed. Yeah, you no, i can say that the uh, the graphic design i thought was pretty good in the sense that the cards had i think very clear symbology so you had your you know what resources you need what to make the project and then what it did for you oh fairly simple and it, it kind of reminded me of something Celeste said when we played the original Terraforming Mars, where the art is kind of like a mix-up of like some realistic-looking yeah. art and kind of like mm-hmm. cartoony, like drawn, painted mm-hmm. art. Just a mishmash. Yeah, it's just a yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's like, but but it's it's cool art. But yeah, it's definitely they're using some art they already had probably and sticking with some of the artists they already used from before if they got any new ones too. Yeah, it does look very stocky in a way, but I think mm-hmm. it was a little bit more uniform in style than it was last time. Yeah, yeah. sadly, same- sadly it was. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I really do miss the the just random chaos feel of just flip a card. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Art-wise, yeah. It, yeah, it definitely feels more uniform now, a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. And I do think, you know, uh, okay, you're getting, you know, you're more professional. You got more money. All right. <laughs> the symbology is is definitely awesome. Mm. I, I was oh, really yeah, impressed with the with the symbology on these cards. Um, yeah. We've played some pretty archaic ones lately, so Oof. this was a this was refreshing to have mm-hmm. some just really easy to understand stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also like the fact that they really condensed this into two things you can possibly do on your turn, and not like have eighteen different things to, <laughs> mm-hmm. to yeah. do. So, so that that helped keep the pace of the game going. And what mm. about these custom dice? Oh yeah, mm. lots of Ooh, custom dice. They were cool looking. Lots of dice. Yeah, everything. They were so cool looking. Everything except on that one side or that two sides <laughs> of the green die yeah. that has a blob and a pine cone. I mean, you can't. There's one uh, side. I'm like, what the heck is this supposed to be? Yeah, one of them's supposed to be bacteria, but it yeah. kind of yeah, looks like a plate of eggs and bacon, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah supposed to be microbe, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, they were really awesome. Uh, five different colors, a uh, bunch of different symbols, uh, very clearly matching the symbols on the cards. Really clean. Mm. Yeah, they yeah. were nice dice, <laughs> but they were also very mean dice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because, right, There's there was uh, common, what, what what, rare and yeah. unique. In so other words, frustrating. Three types of of something on a die yeah okay and then two which is the rare and then one which is unique so right if you really need that unique component to finish what you're doing yeah you have a good good luck trying to roll it well no problem evan just burn 18 other items that you have and you get that (laughs) what happened to me a lot was in i i kept needing the the most common roll so i just get new dice every turn and I kept rolling the unique, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to waste, you know, like two dice to get the one, like two unique dice to to burn to get the one common 
die I needed. It was like, no, I, I can't do that. Opposite. Yeah. Opposite. They give you what they call a supporting action, which you can do anytime you want to. It's mm-hmm. They give up one of your dice to change one die to anything you need it to be. There you go, Mike. Just give up dice. <laughs> yeah, two resources for the price of one. Two uniques for the price of a common. <laughs> That's what I ended up getting to have to do Like at a certain point. I just had no choice. Yeah, and there's something not satisfying. Yeah, I honestly that. wish that uniques could just downgrade for free you know then i'd be fine like then it makes those high dice rolls yeah it's like really strong and useful and the here it was just like oh no 10 more uniques (laughs) (laughs) i rolled i think it was 13 dice and got one common off of all of it and the rest were like uncommon and unique yeah it's crazy (laughs) yep yep it's all about matching them up to what cards you have in front of you also and you don't always get the card your desire oh yeah that's true oh yeah yeah. you're definitely going to be disappointed i mean i got i loved that feel though uh it really felt on theme to me like there's so many games we play that frustration sucks Uh and doesn't feel good (laughs) and doesn't because because it doesn't feel to me like it is contextual like appropriate it's, for the game and yeah, stuff like that. yeah this one really felt contextual it's like oh you're out there just freaking trying to just trying <laughs> to scramble together any piece of yeah. tech that you might can. work right yeah exactly <laughs> regardless of the outcome yeah and yeah. you're you know you're you're some crazy ass startup taking this insane risk <laughs> out yep. there on mars to like just just yeah. do something make something happen like, so that you're so that you don't lose shares yeah. you're literally share purposely smashing asteroids into your planet just to like you know and at the detriment of like living things on there just to like change the atmosphere a little bit you know yeah so, and some of these cars and, and are so fantastic and when a little asteroid won't work you can craft a whole moon on it you know? <laughs> yeah here you go phobos here you yeah. Go. <laughs> sorry bud oh my gosh and it's just you flip the card pray it's something useful and then mm-hmm. you know if it's not use it anyway if that's all you can do yeah and yeah. then um you know just random stuff like zeppelins what are zeppelins <laughs> like, doing yeah. near mars like they're, what? Ha- they're a handy transportation device yeah. uh, whatever sure i'm yeah. down i'll take sure. whatever yeah we <laughs> mm-hmm. get a helium for those. yeah <laughs> that's a whole other story I love the theme of this game, Terraforming Mars. It's, yep. it's such a great, it's a brilliant concept. It's oh, fun. Yeah. You know, That's why it, they've been able to expand it so much. Yeah. You know? It could have been so stuffy, mm-hmm. you know, and it could have been so academic and, and all this stuff. <laughs> it could have been, it could have even been democrish. I mean, it could have been oh, yeah. anything. Could have been a slog. Yeah. yeah, it could have been anything. So, uh, you know, just a brilliant stroke uh, of genius yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. On yeah, the, on it the is theme. definitely a streamlined game. And you can see that when the reference card, like on one side, pretty much tells you everything you need to know to mm-hmm. play the game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. And, and honestly, as streamlined as it was, it didn't feel stripped down. Like I felt the same feeling that I had when playing the original Terraforming Mars without all the extra, like, you know, distractions. Yeah, it felt like the Terraforming Mars game world, yeah. as it were. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely did. Yeah. Definitely did. But if, if hey, if you wanted to win this game, <laughs> if you had any yeah. semblance of control over what it was you were yeah. trying to do, which was not always the case. Mm-hmm go for those milestones right celeste yeah oh yeah yeah uh-huh. oh got, my like, gosh all of them. yeah i think you got all four of them or whatever. yeah yeah, <laughs> or yeah, three yeah. Of them. I mean, you did I got, you ran away i can't remember there was something i did at the beginning that other people didn't do i and i can't remember i think was i 
just doing resources or just doing I, cards? I think you threw an asteroid at your planet real early well, no, no. and got a bunch of resources. <laughs> it had to do with the quantity of uh, dice, I think. Yeah, I just started yeah. on to. I, I had, okay, so my company, mm-hmm. the company I had, had like extra resources. And I felt mm-hmm. like that was a really nice um, starting point. Mm-hmm to have so that that was useful something about it had extra stuff and yeah i just seemed to stay ahead um Mm -hmm. just seemed to be reaching stuff first and uh yeah okay i'll take it yeah you ran away with it it yeah part of it was i think you started off with one of the milestones to get a lot of dice so you just started Mm -hmm. stockpiling dice Mm -hmm. for a couple of turns in order to get that first milestone Mm -hmm. And then, of course, by that time, you had like you're sitting on 15 dice. So mm-hmm. now, oh, I, I can do this card and toss that and got more <laughs> dice. Oh, I can do this card. Like you did a lot of events yeah. yep. that gave you more dice. So it seemed like you were able to play lots of cards in the snow back to back once you've gotten yourself 15 dice. Right. Yeah. Without taking a turn Kept to like rolling. gather resources. Because some, sometimes Literally. that's what you want to do is to use a turn to kind of reset yourself, you know, reset your cards that do stuff. And get like just extra dice to roll for resources that turn, but you didn't have to do that at all. <laughs> yeah, hot strategy tip: get more dice. Get more dice in a <laughs> and, dice game, and and deprive the other players of Who those knew? dice. <laughs> yeah, right. Too. True. Yeah, I mean, we well, we ran into a situation in which we were low on the blue dice. Oh yeah, they are like, fine. Oh, what yeah. happens here? Well, yeah. if they're not there in the community pile to roll, guess what? You're not rolling blue dice. Yep. You're not <laughs> finishing your. You get nothing. A little bit of a little bit of a twist there. Okay, explorers, it's time to dig up or bury terraforming Mars. Mike? You know, as much as this game hates me traditionally, I get (laughs) beat up all the time. I still enjoy this really streamlined version of it. Uh, Stacking the luck of the draw on top of the luck of the dice was pretty brutal for me. (laughs) But you know what? It's it's, uh, worth it, I think, for the ease of play. So I definitely dig it up. Evan? Terraforming Mars, the dice game. Well, we reviewed the original version about five years ago. I loved it then. I love this version, too. (laughs) What's not to love? Oh, also, by the way, on this game, there is a solo playing as well, which, you know, hey, that's the kind of thing where you'd pick this game up, try it yourself, uh, and see how that goes as well. Lots to explore here on Mars. Dig it up. And Ed. I'm a big fan of the original terraforming Mars, and that is still my preference, even after Ares Expedition and the Dice Game. While I think the randomness of card draw and rolling dice probably a bit much for me, but completing projects and watching Mars transform in front of you, <laughs> it's still lots of fun, so I'm gonna dig it up when you need to just roll with it. <laughs> Well, like the original game, this game has a lot of character, a lot of interesting stuff to look at and think about, right? Like, Mm -hmm. how does a fleet of Zeppelins help you terraform (laughs) Mars? Uh, And lots of dice. I mean, it's a winner. Dig it up. Yeah. Do you have the dice version of other games in your collection? Let us know. Every game should have a dice version. If they can, they should. (laughs) (laughs) We are at which game first on all social media. And our last game up this week is oh boy. Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not to be confused with The Flash, which I did confuse. Oh. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> no, no designer credited. Of course not. <laughs> Published by Waddington's House of Games. <laughs> A what very year? respectable group. <laughs> 1977. 1977. Yeah, Games. 1977. Number of players two to four, ages six and up. Uh, no playtime listed, of course. All right, Mike, what's in the <laughs> <Yeah>. box? <sighs> the cover of the box shows a crazed Ming the Merciless firing yeah. a ray gun directly at the camera, while no, no. a lackadaisical Flash Gordon stares blankly in the direction of a small fleet of cheaply constructed spaceships. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Inside, we see a board, 16 pawns, four character cards, and a and three six-sided dice. And that's it. That's what's in the box. Okay. Well, before we tell you if this game is just a flash in the pan, oh. <laughs> Evan, give us the comic strip version of the rules. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Suddenly, Flash Gordon, the board game, <laughs> took a turn for the worse. When we, when we lifted the when cover. When we opened the box <laughs> and saw the components. Flash Gordon. Well, it's a what? A race game mm -hmm. with its setting are on the moons of Mongo. There's a yeah. lot of moons on Mongo. There's moons, yeah. Are those <laughs> all supposed to be the moons of Mongo? That whole board? No, I think well, they're the finishing the, spots. The destination. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, okay, for, okay. For, pieces so each player will <laughs> assume one of the four colors you know or take the part of flash oh dale zarkov or emperor ming <gasps> not that you know the characters have what? anything to do with what color you choose but no. why would ming oh sorry go ahead, go ahead. the board <laughs> shows orbits Wait around each of the six <laughs> moons and the players try to be the first to land spaceships on any four of these moons Movement is by dice roll, but you can choose which of the four ships to move. Landing on an opponent's ship causes it to have to go back to the beginning. Like, pass through, if you pass through an orbit spot with crossing arrows, you can change your orbit to a new path. Pass through an orbit with multicolored spots. Uh-oh. There's a roll to see if you're going to be kicked out into a different orbit. So, yeah, get your four oh, pieces into positions kid. onto the moons. The first player to occupy four moons wins and becomes savior of the universe. Flash. Oh. That's about as Flash Gordon <laughs> as this game got. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. Can yeah. somebody explain to me? <laughs> when you, here we go here we go folks. when you open the game right you get you know just uh, all right the board you know uh, it will get there yeah but it has spaceships on it little uh -huh. tiny cheesy drawn spaceship on the front cover of the game it looks like yep. a giant world war ii landing Battleship? ship <laughs> Yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks like, like an amphibious yeah. assault. Or yeah, an amphibious assault. Yes, uh -huh. storming Normandy, right? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah guns out the side with no wings. No, I don't and see any wings. Nothing to do with anything that you're doing in the game. What is right. it yeah. doing there's, there? There's like an army marching behind that. I, I boat. don't know what that's supposed to be, honestly. And it's, it has nothing sketch, to do with the game. It's like a sketch while everything else is in color, too. Yeah, it's well, a little, it's a sketch taking up like a, th a quarter or a fifth of the, bo of the cover. 
Yeah, like a whole corner of the cover. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. everything else is the Flash Garden cart- cartoon. Wait, don't you mean full Ash Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot about, yeah, the apostrophe in apostrophe. Flash. Didn't, you, didn't Didn't the world know that Flash was spelt with an apostrophe full between Ash. the letters L and A? Full Ash. I wonder yeah, if Ash. why that did. Like, is that a, a Canadian thing? Yeah. I mean, I, so, yeah, I, now, thinking, I'm thinking alphabet. back on the movie right now. I, I put some thought into this because I was also thought it was bizarre and I didn't do it. I didn't type anything to look it up, but I feel like in the movie, his name was like his nickname was Flash. Like he was a football player or something. But when he yeah. got here, because they're in this weird, like strangely space medieval world now maybe he was like an elf you know like full ash <laughs> you know what i mean like wow, they had to that interpret is... him into like the world okay wow mike that is giving that way too much credit <laughs> okay. so much credit it's undeserving and yeah. oh wait let's go further it has uh-huh. this apostrophe on the cover uh-huh. but then yeah. on the back of the box yeah. it's got the comic strip and the word Flash Gordon written many times, including on the play card, none of which have an apostrophe, which none. leads me to believe that that's a flourish of design rather than an apostrophe. Okay, just a little, just yeah, a little super confusing location. What? Yeah, biz- well, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? I mean, this I, game uh, design choices are um, leave something to be desired anyway. So let's oh, let's get to the rest of them. Crazy. Yeah. So as as is typical with these, based on a TV or based on a comic strip, uh, board games from the '60s and '70s, they they uh, buy license one piece of art and then chop it up and use it everywhere in the game. Right, right. So the picture on the box is also the picture on the card, which is also the picture on the board. The same picture. But wait, right. they changed the color of one of the guy's shirts when they Ooh, moved it to yeah. the board. Yeah, what did that cost them? <laughs> Half their budget, probably, <laughs> for this game. Because look at these components. These components suck. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> these they're these the are the cl- cheapest plastic crap pawns, pawns that I mean, you could find. Classic, sorry, kind of. Yeah. Um, Classic. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Classic only lighter and smaller. You get yeah. four cards, like you said, basically one color, flimsy as heck. Yeah. And Just dice to be able that to identify like... which player is what color. Yeah. Right. And dice that looks like, you know, you pressed a bunch of lumber in the backyard and kind of cut a yeah. cut a cube out and, and painted some pips in. Yeah, that I mean, really disappointing lightweight. Dice, I think. Yeah, yeah, lightweight wood, very disappointing uh. for dice, lightweight wood. But they're two different colors. They got green dice and a single red dice. Ed, are you defending this game? Yeah. No. <laughs> Wait. Oh my God. I honestly, I'm, I'm like, I'm a little distracted right now because I'm looking up some stuff about actual Flash Gordon, like. And yeah. So I thought he was the Flash. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh. And I'm like, what's he doing out in space? Doesn't he run really fast? <laughs> no. Oh boy. I uh, all this time, I swear, until I looked it up while uh, while reading about this game, all my life I thought Flash. The Flash was a shortened, updated version of Flash Gordon. <laughs> wow. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, really man. I didn't know that about you, Celeste. <laughs> now I've, I've known you for so long, and now I've learned something new. Yeah, I love it. yeah, that my comic book knowledge is poor for oh, 50s man. and 60s now. <laughs> yes. Comic books. Well, here, here's a little, a little quick 
clip here. The, the comic strip began with the threat of another planet crashing into Earth and Flash Gordon and Dale Arden stumbling on a Dr. Zarkov's plan to land mm. on a strange world's surface. They discovered the planet Mongo, ruled by Ming the Merciless and populated by <laughs> lion men, hawk men, snake men, and whatever weird critters Raymond and his successors could think up for the next 70 years. And, and, and guys, how much, how much uh, of this game was in, informed play? Zero percent. The rockets I mean, were it, facing the wrong way even. Like is, they're supposed to go in a clockwise motion around whatever path you're on, but like when you leave the first planet you start on, the rocket is facing counterclockwise towards the first dot. <laughs> it, so it reminded me of that Bible game we played oh, in the wow. desert yeah. where it was impossible to determine like exactly yeah. how the paths go. <laughs> it was that kind of uh, weirdness yes. to yeah. it. Yeah, like, it's ambiguity. Wonky. Yeah. Well, yeah. it shows a hastily put together, not at all play tested game, like as many oh, of gosh. these IP games, especially older ones, have in common. But Ed, it has the choice. You in six different <laughs> spots on the board, you get to pick a direction. Sort of. <laughs> oh yeah. Pick, yeah, yeah. Those six you get to pick. Yeah. Six out of the fifty spots on the board oh, <laughs> that oh, you have oh, to slog through. Oh. One of them is just a dice roll. You get to it and you got to roll. And if you get the wrong one, you're just off course. That's <laughs> yeah. right. 50%, 50% chance, chance. It knocks you into a different orbit that you don't uh, want. Yeah. 50 50. Yep. I mean, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> and what are the ending requirements of this game? Do you have to get all your ships over there? or Yeah, each yeah, one on yeah. a different oh, no. Four pieces on, on four of the moon. Oh, no. Not all six, thankfully, but yeah. <laughs> yeah there's six spots you could land on where you have to have four different ones landed on. Not sure how that fits in. And don't forget, if another player lands on your ship, Boink. you go back to the beginning yep. and get to do it all over. Listen, I'll give them this. At least, unlike Ludo, you don't need a specific roll of the dice to get mm. off the starting spot. Yeah. Or into the moon. Or into the moon. Exactly. It's not there, an there exact is that, roll. Right. They, di- they didn't, they didn't Small make it. mercy. Yeah. Add yeah, that torture. Yeah, small they didn't mercy, but at least it is. That. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that that was the yeah, that was the most uh, that was the best feature of the game. Wow. Oh man. That's brutal. That's Does right. House what, Waddington's House of Games have any other games? Uh, I don't know actually. Uh, Waddington's Wadding- the, the name implies at least one other game because it's games. Wadding- in someone's house. <laughs> Uh yeah, Waddington's House Waddington. of Games. All right, Waddington's House of Games. Yeah, they have a game Board called game. Rat Race. Oh yeah. Oh, which is the same as this game, except it's rats in space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rats in space. They have um, a game called Project CIA, a spy training game. UK publisher cardboard game, which Can also looks Canada? like people in a maze. Um, Waddington's was a UK publisher of card and board games in the United Kingdom. The company was founded by John Waddington of Leeds, England, um, and the thespian Wilson Barrett. It entered into the game production in 1922 due to a boom in demand for playing cards around World War I. Wow. Okay, they've got a game called... how far they fell. Oh, my God. No, they were never above anything, so they didn't fall. (laughs) Well, they... What a fall from grace. Wait, they had grace. (laughs) Race to the bottom. (laughs) They have a tennis game called 15 Love, and it's for two players. Obviously, it's tennis. 
But the guy on the cover looks like, uh, you know, some middle-aged divorcee <laughs> holding up a tennis racket. Oh, oh wow. So is it love as in like a, is it a play like a on tennis. words? Is it like yeah, tennis, tennis term, slash no, dating? Oh my gosh, but how no. bad is this game so, that we're no. starting to look at other games that we're not reviewing <laughs> right now? We can't even finish we look this. Away. That's a comment right there. Oh, yeah, that is, for yeah, sure. This that game is. was vomited forth Ooh. by the, you know, <laughs> All right, all right, publishers. all right. Okay, okay. explorers, <laughs> it's time to dig up for Barry. Long past time. Fla- Ash Gordon. For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike. Ugh. <laughs> Another intellectual properties game that took no care whatsoever to use the IP to guide the play. Bury it. Bury this terrible space wreck. Ed. <laughs> I mean, not the worst looking game Ed the Hedger. I mean, there is a comic strip of Flash Gordon on the back of the box. We got Two that. panels, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's just not enough for me, so I'm going to have to bury it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ed. It didn't quite oh, make your expectations. Even the comic strip on the back has the same images that they... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they only have one image that they chopped up all over the place. <laughs> it's true. Evan. What's Ming drinking there? I want some. <laughs> Um, space yes, juice. He's drinking a, he's space drinking a space juice. martini. Totally. That's the funniest thing. Mongo All right, Flash martini. Gordon. Uh, lousy components. Ludo game. Basically, it's sorry in space. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how else you describe it. I, could you imagine having to play this more than once in your oh, lifetime? God, no. What a horror. Absolutely no. Not. Bury this. Oh <laughs> and I bought it and buried it. Yeah, I know, Evan. <laughs> physically. All right, one when of these we days we're going to physically the, bury a game. Take like, it for the yeah, team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of these days, this might be the one. Yeah, for real. When we open a board that looks this thoughtless, it's hard to muster up enthusiasm. Mm. Then, when mm. I start to play and realize the mechanics, if you can call them that, yeah. are just as thoughtless, I start to wonder if Evan is getting some sick pleasure <laughs> out of making us play these debacles. I guarantee you <laughs> Barry, this came on the moons of Mongo. Mongo. Mongo Martini. <laughs> Did you know that Flash Gordon was not the Flash? <laughs> Let us know. We are at Which Game First on all social media. That's great. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of our show. We do look forward to hearing from you and to learn about all the game exploring you're doing. If you would like more content from us, just go to our website and become a patron today and you can get access to our exclusive Discord channel and our patron-only podcast called Bonus Points. Bonus Points. Join us on our Discord server. We're hanging out there all the time. Happy, happy gaming explorers. Well, all I can say is, uh, subtext showdown. Fast. Oh my gosh. You, full Ash Gordon, get off of my moons of Mongo. They're mine. Sip, sip. Have another drink there. Another tasty Mongo martini.